0: From First Counseling, and welcome to Sincerely Yours a First Counselor podcasts. It's a series of blogs, readings, and audio meanderings through the world of mental health and well being. Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of Sincerely Yours a First Counselor podcasts. yes episode 10 so what do I gonna talk about today well I guess uh, the thing I wanted to talk about today is sort of like my my philosophy to to my my counseling I suppose um, and how uh, I've kind of been influenced um, by the way I kind of approach my therapy has very much been influenced by the way I approach my fishing. You know, my very first podcast was a reading from a little e-book that I wrote called Piscatorial Therapy. Um, Piscatorial Therapy is a kind of an amalgamation between uh, an approach to angling and approach to counselling and how I've found how I've kind of weaved those two uh, very different things together um, So that I I approach my therapy now very much how I approach my angling. And so that's what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm also going to do a little bit of a review of a book by Chris Yates, a fantastic author uh, and writer of angling diaries and angling memoirs. Uh, Truly a beautiful writer who really kind of captures the the essence of what, for me, angling is all about. And, And it's not just about catching fish. It's about sitting there and catching so much more. Um, so I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, and please feel free to email me at info at uk, or you can tweet me directly at T underscore counseling. Piscatorial therapy was a sort of an approach that I've kind of developed, I guess over the years since I've been training to be a, a counsellor um, and through practice. When I, when I first started training to be a counsellor, you know, I started to learn about the theorists uh, and I learned about Carl Rogers and Carl Rogers' person-centred approach. Um, and how you elicit change from the clients uh, by the use of uh, active listening skills, um, by the use of respect, empathy, and unconditional positive regard, you know, those facilitative conditions, um, by the clever use of silences. Uh, And and when I started my practice and I started trying to develop these skills, I really thought that this would. How you were a counsellor, so I started to adopt a quite a counselling tone of voice, uh, and I, and I would ask the the person-centred question, So, tell me about how that feels. Uh, you know, I wonder what that's like for you. Tell me more about that, and all those kind of minimal encouragers. And I thought this was how you became a counsellor, um, you know, and and over the years, and that you know, uh, what was initially very forced and, and very very fake and very rehearsed and that slowly became more more natural uh, as I started to find out more about myself and more about my process uh, and more about my development and, and understand myself a lot more fast forward 10 years you know uh, I'd learned all these different tricks and these different tips and these different skills and and I'd learned how to Work with another person in a very uh, proactive way, Uh, and I I think in a very good way, very helpful way. Um, I I then got back into angling, and this sounds like a bit of a tangent, but you know, I ask you to bear with me. I got back into angling, and um, I'm person who i met and that took me fishing and, and introduced me back to angling. I'd gone fishing once or twice when I was a child uh, but I'd never really kind of persevered with it. So at the age of um, 30, late 30s, uh, I, I came to go fishing and I, and I met up with this guy on a, on a pond uh, and all he had with him was a fishing rod a net and a loaf of bread. It's really quite simple. And, and and he taught me, you know, fishing for carp. I've never fished for carp before. I think I'd fished for uh, for, for trout and, and fished for roach and, and I think I'd fished for pike when I was younger. So here we were on this pond uh, hooking the bread and then just casting it onto the surface. Um, and I was watching the fish just kind of pull it down and he'd hook into it and uh, and and it just exciting you know and 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 i i went back and back with him and on a couple of occasions put about three or four times i never caught anything in that because i was i was striking too soon and things like that but the anticipation and what i learned to kind of appreciate was just being there by the water and watching the water and learning to kind of recognize uh, what was happening within the water uh, and then, you know, that first time when I when I caught my first carp uh, on a bit of floating bread and I, and I was hooked, pardon the pun, absolutely hooked. He also introduced me to um, a television show, which I, I remember being on a few years previously called A Passion for Angling, um, and an angler on there called Chris Yates, this eccentric angler who had a deer stalker hat and only used split cane rods, antique fishing gear, Um, but he had this really simplistic approach to angling Um, and I liked it, thought it was really quite cool and really quite quirky. As I got more and more interested in fishing and and enjoyed it more, enjoyed the, the peace and solitude of a pond or a lake. You know, I started buying lots of fishing rods and trying to find different ways I started ledgering and and I started trying a little bit of float fishing um, and I didn't really have any particular techniques or any particular kind of skills I was just winging it um, and, and I was putting all this effort into buying tackle and terminal tackle and trying different baits and boilies and flavored baits and um, but I wasn't getting as much success. I wasn't catching much, and I wasn't really enjoying much. I was getting really frustrated with myself because I, I do. I get, you know, I get very antsy. I like to move around an awful lot, you know. And this was um, really trying my patience, which was the, the complete antithesis of why I was there. Uh, and you know, I started reading more. Chris Yates' books, and what I started to realise was his approach to angling was very, very naturalistic. It was very simplistic. It wasn't about having all the gear. It was about having the simplest, stripped-down, bare essentials, and going out and catching or not catching. And so I started trying to do that. I started taking less fishing rods with me. Um, started taking less different baits uh, and started taking less other bits of terminal tackle and I found myself having to focus in more on what I was doing and pay more attention uh, to my environments and to what I could see and then uh, I bought my first split cane rod which is a beautiful piece of equipment And then I started just not using all my other um, modern tackle and that and trying to use more and more traditional tackle. And I started reading more about traditional approaches to fishing. And what I realised was it wasn't about catching fish. Just like when I'm counseling a client, it's not about making them well and being this amazing counselor, it's about making a connection. It was about um, finding an inner stillness so I could make that connection. Um, I'm going to read a bit from a blog which was kind of like the, the culmination of my counselling training and my introduction and journey into angling. Um, and it's called Giving the Right Conditions. So you may be asking yourself, why has he spent so much time talking about fishing in this podcast? And I guess the answer to that question is that angling's become um, not something I do, but something uh, that I am. You know, my approach to angling now has really kind of scaled down and become really quite simplistic. You know, I take very simple natural baits, very simple tackle once I realized that that was something that felt more comfortable to me, it became apparent to me that that's what I need to take into the counseling room. Um, Not to take all these psychological tricks and um, different therapeutic approaches, but just to take myself and the very basic beginnings of the therapeutic relationship. The core conditions, you know, empathy, respect, you know, congruence, and very simple questioning styles, not all fancy word trickery. And for me, angling is very much about finding my still point, finding my centre, um, and helping me to connect with with nature, with myself, and sometimes you know with a carp or with a Bible, or whatever happens to come along and when I'm there in the room with the client I'm also trying to find that stillness find that still point and have that connection with myself and with the client. you know um, and whatever comes along so this, this phrase that I've, I've kind of I use this piscatorial therapy you know it is about um, angling for change you know when I go and sit by a pond i 'm looking for change i 'm looking to change my my mood, my emotional state to one of peace and calm um, and and I kind of hope that when i when I approach the counseling room and I sit in the counseling room i 'm angling for change there i 'm hopefully helping facilitate that space that allows that client to find. That change that they need to make in order for them to leave counseling and and get on with their life how to fish by Chris Yates it's an unabashed unashamed celebration of the joys of fishing it's about contentment calm and solitude rivers and riverbanks losing track of time, and of course, the fish themselves. I read this book about ten years ago, um, and it was kind of my first foray. i just got introduced to fishing, and and I'd got told about Chris Shates, um, an eccentric angler famous for the TV series A Passion for Angling. And so I got one of his books in the library. I'm going to read a little section... Because I can be very patient at the beginning of a fishing day, when I'm just staring at the river, waiting to see if it has something to tell me, but very impatient when I start to fish. I like to keep my angling days as orderless as possible. There's no certainty I'll get in replies once I start asking questions with my life. But if there are no answers in the pools downstream, then I want quickly and without fuss to go and ask again upstream. The art of angling as opposed to the mechanics of angling simply involves observation, appreciation and improvisation, everything else follows behind. But because the unknown element of chance plays such a large part in my fishing, I have to give it as much space as possible in order to take advantage of it. Therefore I like to have the freedom to roam and follow a whim, which also means that I prefer to be antisocial and either fish on my own, or with one like-minded semi solitary friend. I can't recommend this book enough. It's not just about fishing, it's also about a way of life, a way of thinking, a way of contemplation. Um, It's really quite a fabulous read and I would recommend any of his books. That's How to Fish by Chris Yates.